Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, also known as DanaMite781 across the socials. Welcome back to another episode of This Should Be in a Book. If you are following me on Instagram, and I think on Facebook too, I can't remember if I posted it there, but you saw that I posted earlier this week that I had an impromptu lunch with my friend Tony, and during our discussion about many a thing, he dropped a question on me, and I figured that I would use this podcast episode to share my answer to the question that he asked. So on the post, I put that he asked me, what's the biggest lesson that you've learned in life? And actually, that's not the way he asked it initially. What he asked was, um, he asked me, what's a lesson that I've learned that has stuck with me throughout my life? And at first, it gave me pause because I'm like, wow, like, how am I supposed to answer that? Like, I've lived for 40 plus years and I feel like I've learned countless lessons. So how am I supposed to just choose one? But surprisingly, I wasn't stumped for too long because I don't know, it just came to me. And I kind of felt like I was cheating a little bit because the thing that came to mind is something that I've actually only recently, I mean like within the past five or so years recently, began to develop and keep. And even more recently, like just started finding the words to be able to even articulate what it is. Now, there's several layers to this, but they all work together. Essentially, it's just been learning how to be the main character in my own life while also learning when and how to be supporting cast in the lives of others and also knowing who to allow as supporting cast in my life. My friend Melissa made a post on her Instagram one day and the caption read, main character energy. And I don't think that I've ever been more impacted by a phrase in my life. Reading it brought me to the realization that for a large portion of my life, I felt like I had mastered the art of being support to those around me. And I had even like taken that on as my identity, maybe even like so far as to say my purpose. And to be, I mean, just basically to be like support for other people was the reason that I'm here on this planet, which at times was crippling to myself, crippling to them, because I'd go overboard with making sure that everybody else was okay. Not even thinking about checking in to see if I was okay or knowing that I wasn't okay, but still catering to everyone else in the name of selflessness, because you know, that's why I'm here. That's my purpose. I'm here to make sure everybody else is good. Not realizing that I was doing a huge disservice to both myself and them because I was robbing them of opportunities to learn or experience things because I just wanted to save them from it or protect them from it or just wanted to be willing to take on the burden of whatever it was so that no one else had to be inconvenienced because you know I could handle it that's why I'm here that's my purpose you know I mean also like it felt good to see people that I cared for being cared for And it also felt good to be the one doing the caring for the most part. I mean, that's what often overshadowed any feelings of inadequacy or any feelings of inconvenience that I had was just knowing that they were good, you know? 
Being of service made me feel important, but what I didn't realize is that I had placed my value in the hands of others, in the hands of their satisfaction. And when they weren't satisfied, I took it on as a direct insult to who I was as a person, as if to say I wasn't good enough. When stuff like that happened, it took me to some very, 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 very low places. And I'll never, ever, ever forget the day that I felt like I couldn't go any lower. It was around 2010, I was living in Atlanta, sitting in an apartment that I hated, and I cried. <laughs> I started to talk to God and, and I was just basically like, look, homie, <laughs> something has got to give. Either we gotta figure this thing out or I'm out of here. I mean, I had attempted to take myself out of here a couple of times before and obviously to no avail, but I mean, I was like serious, serious. That was like, it was, it was like, if something did not change, that was gonna be it for me. Not realizing that the thing that needed to change was basically just my perspective. Now, this may sound weird to some, but stay with me. So after I finished crying and all of that, I felt God ask me a simple question. What do you enjoy doing? It, I mean, that was it. What do you enjoy doing? And after the question was asked, I was prompted to write things out in a list. And so I did. And I'm going to take a second to focus on this part of that conversation with God, because even though I didn't realize it at the time, this was the moment that I began shifting the narrative of my life. Up to that point, I had never even considered my own enjoyment as something that would contribute to my own joy. <laughs> and so I'm like, you mean to tell me that my life is to be built around things that I enjoy? Is that what you're saying, God? And basically God was like, yeah! And so over the course of the last 12 years, there's been so much unlearning and learning as it pertains to main character energy. I had so much practice people pleasing that it took a minute to even register myself in my own mind as people. <laughs> I had to teach myself that I deserve that same consideration from myself. And baby, let me tell you, when it clicked for me, it clicked. I mean, so much so that many times I didn't consider others at all. So like I mentioned earlier, it became super important for me to learn when to lead and when to support as well as who to allow to support me. I wish that I could give those of you who may like feel yourselves in a space of needing to figure this out for yourselves, like a step-by-step -step plan on how to do this. But Life is just really not set up that way. As much as people try to make it seem like, you know, you can sell, you know, five steps to this or 10 steps to that. Like, that's just not how, that's just not how it goes. <laughs> because, I mean, my movie ain't your movie. And so the processes are just going to naturally be different. For me, though, it was things like, um, I don't know if you guys know, but like I had a run streak where I would run at least one mile a day. Most days it was more than a mile, <laughs> um, but at least one mile a day for 1,695 days. And I started doing it because, you know, I just wanted to 
give myself something to do, number one. Number two, I wanted to make sure that I was up and moving, you know, at some point in every single day. And I also wanted to be outside and get fresh air every single day. Um, or as many days as I could because sometimes I ran on the treadmill but anyway so I started that run streak for those reasons and I decided to stop because while at one time it served me like I felt like I needed discipline in those areas when it stopped serving me I had to let go of my ego and and you know because I wanted to keep going I wanted to see how long I could do it but it was becoming more of a burden than an enhancement to my life and so I had to say girl you're just gonna have to let this go 1695 days is enough for you and you're just gonna have to stop it you can't really worry about what other people are gonna say about it it's just time to stop so I stopped and then uh, like choosing to go to yoga teacher training was something else that I did after spending a good chunk of my life in a super Christian environment where yoga is considered evil uh, I mean it was things like choosing to take time for myself whether it be like traveling somewhere far or even just getting an Airbnb in my own city like when I felt like I needed a minute to just be with myself and not feeling a single ounce of guilt for leaving my family behind while I did it there's I mean so many different examples of things that that helped me learn and so it'll just be really really important like if this is something that you're wanting to do for yourself to find those things that help you unlearn and learn what you need in order to um, take on that main character, you know, role. And so I'll just, I'll say this, you have to take a chance on yourself and give yourself the opportunity to take that lead role. You can live out your story the way you want it to go. As much as people try to make it seem like you can't, absolutely can which is why that part that I said about choosing your support cast is important because the wrong people will try to fuck up what you know to be true and best for you so at least going forward make sure you choose well and then that's one less battle that you have to fight also all I got <laughs> if y'all want to hear all of the accolades and plugs that I usually hand out at the end of my episodes feel free to tune into a previous episode because for this week all I have left to say is that I don't claim to know it all but I know what I know <laughs> most of the time we're all just out here trying to get it right and we don't really know what the hell we be doing we just cast our net hope for the best and live to tell about it Thanks for listening to me as I tell about it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Dana Mite.